0: Welcome to Mandatory Redistribution Party. My name is Sean Morley. The episode you're about to hear is my effort to pin down a big thought I've been having for one year. The way one might try to capture a wasp in a cup when wearing bad gloves. Having now edited the episode, I can tell you it's about the following question. If human beings are actually irrational animals, to what extent can they be blamed for their behaviour under capitalism? But to arrive at this question. You must listen to my searching hands grab babyishly at the vastness of Capital's structural complexity while Jack's larger adult hands tries to work out what I am getting at. As ever, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can pledge us some of your scrap over at patreon.com slash mandatory redistribution party to unlock a trove of bonus content. And to those who recommend our podcast digitally or verbally to other new listeners, I have this to say. We see you, we love you, you are valid. And with the admin complete, it is time to begin the episode. Please roll the first tape. Part 1. I am just a little creature. That's it. I cannot change this. I want to take us back to a topic that we discussed in Mandatory Redistribution Party, Episode 13, in brackets, Captain A. Cab, mm. where we talked about the tendency in the Middle Ages in
1: Europe mm-hmm. to put animals on trial. Naughty animals.
0: They were naughty. No- well, that was yeah. what we that's If what a we swine to,
1: the has consumed your baby without your permission... <laughs> I, don't know why I think right. even if with your permission, <laughs> you're yeah, I <laughs> think with your crying. permission, you're involved, Im- you're implicated. You should also be on trial. Well, I mean, it
0: might mean that mm. the swans now just an accomplice. I, I, it yeah, would change. Yeah. It would change the verdict. I
1: think. Oh, a swan? No, I'm, I, I think I said swine. Did I say swan? Swine. Pigs Both did animals. used to do that. I don't know if swans have been incriminated for that activity yet. No.
0: Swans exclusively break a man's arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their one. Crime. So think what they
1: could do to a baby. Eat it whole. Yeah, swallow it down in one.
0: <laughs> yeah, you would just see the outline of baby yeah, in that like snakey neck.
1: Yeah, like a Disney snake. <laughs> Hold it there, and wait for it to just dissolve. I'd be real scared of that swan. I wouldn't be able. I think to... I'm
0: really scared of normal swans. I'm I'd really scared of normal swans.
1: Yeah, if a, if I saw a swan. Consumer human baby. I wouldn't be confident. I would think this swan should be on trial, but I mm. wouldn't be able to do a citizen's arrest or anything.
0: Well, no, no, no. Just, just sit on it for a while and wait for another
1: authority to turn up. Yeah, I think you'd be. It, there'd be pressure on you to get the baby out as well. That would sort of require fighting and killing the swan, which even though I don't think I could do that.
0: I'd imagine myself just cutting the swan's neck off in two parts and then just yeah. trying to get into the baby in the middle yeah. like a
1: Chinese finger trap. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's completely glistening with swan blood.
0: Yeah, and then i I'm caught my arms. i yeah. both caught in both ends. <laughs> and the baby's still in there. And I've killed a swan.
1: And then the police turn up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're getting arrested while the uh, the parents of the baby are like, no, no, thank him. He's a hero. <laughs> the parents
0: of the baby are just turning up. Get the wrong impression and the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme starts to play. <laughs> <laughs> so we looked at the ten. To actually put these animals on trial. And our first yeah. question was like, what were these people thinking? Uh, they were uh-huh. so wide of the mark because I know what an animal is capable of. Yeah, yeah. And, buddy, it ain't much. No,
1: depends on the animal, but.
0: It depends on the animal. One uh, might be stronger than uh-huh. the other or better at seeing a shrew from the cloud line. But well,
1: but um, dolphins and killer whales kill for, for for entertainment,
0: and yet they were never on trial.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't think a slug destroys your garden for entertainment.
0: No, <laughs> just to be vindictive,
1: <laughs> just pure spite. <laughs> I've really, um, I've been having a real bad problems with slugs. I have got to a position now where I'm just like, it doesn't. It has no agenda. It's mm. just a slug.
0: If you if you started out. I think the slug had an ulterior motive? I can understand why that would cause
1: you so much stress. I I didn't start with that, but I really had a real slug problem. They were coming in the house. At one point, Mm. I was confident they were coming through the letterbox because on three separate occasions, I found a slug inside the front door by the letterbox, pointing away from it as if it had emerged from the letterbox. And I know intellectually that a slug does not have the strength or mental capacity to open a letterbox and get through it, you know, with all the light bristles inside. One of them types of what? <laughs> what? You think a teen <laughs> put a slug in my letterbox? No, a team of slugs. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like a teen. A teen, maybe. <laughs> This wasn't a slug. This was teens. This, teen. <laughs> this is the new Beans in. Gently placing yeah. a slug so it's still alive through someone's slatter box. Yeah, the spirit of happy slap is still alive. <laughs> yeah, so I thought. Uh, I couldn't help. I, I saw a pattern and I couldn't help but read. Um, intent into the pattern of behavior mm. but it, it can't possibly be there it can't be there on slug level so on yeah slug well, level. yeah this is the point there's v- variety between animals but in general, uh, humans separate themselves from creatures,
0: but and then that's what we found is uh-huh. that, um, is that we have like gone on to separate ourselves more, mm-hmm. and we looked at it previously and we yeah. learned that the reason they put animals on trial because people lived with animals, yes, and felt through their shared experiences of like living together in uh-huh. one house uh-huh. as they would quite often do, yeah, that they could see that the animals had a lot more faculties we in 2021 would give them credit for right and in part that's because like we got to put them in meat factories we got to see them as meat so that we don't feel weird when they really are just meat <laughs> And I got really interested in this like redesignation of animals as being like, different from humans uh-huh. I started thinking I bet these died out mm. when the Enlightenment starts up. <laughs> yeah, and then I looked up the dates and like complete. That is when they fizzle out. Right yeah. when, it, when we start hitting yeah. the Enlightenment,
1: the fucking the enchantment,
0: the enchantment when everything went bad. <laughs> we used to be able to just live in a hut and die. Yeah.
1: Embrace tradition, reject yeah. the Enlightenment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and the thing that happens in the Enlightenment is that people go pretty gaga for the idea of human rationality being divine.
1: Yes, reason. Reason is what makes us. Mm superior
0: and the way it kind of comes about is like literacy starts becoming way more widespread people start going way back and reading like all of human history again, I think we're still in the era where you kind of read all the books, which is always funny because
1: they get Christians get well into uh, ancient Greek philosophy, despite Christians having destroyed it all, and the only yeah. copies of all that stuff being in the uh, <laughs> in like the Islamic world, right?
0: Well, because these are well, they're pagans. That, yeah. That's all they need yeah, to know, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is like a completely different way of viewing the world. It doesn't make any sense if you are hardcore into Christian dogma. Yep. Yep. Like Plato's world of the th- forms replaces God and all the angels with just an imaginary ghost of every kind of table and chair and <laughs> swing and <laughs> stuff, they're not compatible. But there's a massive intellectual effort to make them mm. compatible because these kind of are still foundational on um, loads of the books that, mm. that follow, like the history of like Western thoughts as much as it is a creation of great white men
1: inventing yeah, how to yeah, think. Yeah
0: there is still like a lineage that comes from these things. Absolutely.
1: Dogshit university modules.
0: Still, at at this time, that that lineage is being created because these people see these philosophers from the the Greek antiquity as very important and want to synthesize them with Christianity and what they come up with, which gets cemented in the Enlightenment and it is cemented even now, Mm -hmm. which is that human beings have this amazing faculty which is completely divine, Mm -hmm. and completely separate from anything in the animal kingdom, and that is the ability to reason perfectly. Mm -hmm. And we, on some (laughs) level, take that for granted and base (laughs) our entire system of politics, economics, and social assumptions on the idea that we are all abacuses capable of weighing up all the options and coming to a coherent conclusion 99% of the time.
1: (laughs) Which is why we have reached a level where we not only manufacture, but purchase and collect... Funko Pops and Pokemon cards and yo-yos with RGB lights in. Oh, I actually loved
0: those. I was big into those.
1: <laughs> and but is love reason? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, is anything reason? Is anything reason?
1: T- tell me one thing
0: you've done this week that was like a, an expression of pure reason. I never yet. do anything no, like couldn't, that. couldn't. Everything's just would never claim to. And I like I get where people are coming from. You're like I am talking to you on a computer. Yeah, a pretty impressive thing for an Beep animal boop. to
1: make. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a tool, though. Crows use sticks to get stuff out of bottles. If crows
0: could write stuff down, right, if crows had an axial age, yeah. they'd have their own, at least
1: an intranet. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> they would at least have an app. In the mass extinction event that takes us out, crows will rise. Crows actually can rise anyway. Yes, they can fly. That's one of their biggest strengths. <laughs> <laughs> I would say
0: that, Mm. like, the Axial Age, when we just started writing everything down and people would share ideas, Mm. that allowed us to, like, go beyond normal animal form. We animorphed one step up (laughs) in our own personal evolution. Yeah. Because we can share stuff. But each individual's, like, contribution to that Mm. is, like, kind of of little. Mm. And every great person from history was actually stealing quite a lot from other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah something valuable on top of that. Are human beings these completely rational things that can go into a marketplace to buy a little sponge or a scourer and make a perfect decision? No. No. I've never known anyone to make a perfectly weighed-up decision. I've never known any of the people vaunted as the smartest people make a perfectly weighed-up decision. Now that I've, like, spent years examining the actions of politicians and reading their own words and Mm. private memoirs and listening to their podcasts (laughs) I don't think any of them have ever made a perfectly weighed up decision like a computer would and not just an animal that's full of instincts, heuristics and biases at all times and now that I have like lots of friends who are PhDs and academics and researchers and you know write about the intellectual issues of the day they are also no more intelligent mm. than the person that i could just bump into on the street or talk to in the supermarket mm. they're all just different kinds of people yes and people are a kind of an animal uh-huh. and we have been engaged in a, i would say 200 to 300 year propaganda campaign yeah to complement ourselves into thinking that we're not.
1: I like those videos. I've, I've started getting, presenting videos on uh, TikTok now where like a creature interacts in a human way. I um, know mm. a recent one, I saw like an ape go climb a, uh, like a climbing frame, like a kid's climb. I don't know if it was a kid's climbing frame or an ape climbing frame, They look very similar. Uh, and he climbed up it. And then the person we were with was like, oh, can, can you help, help me up? up? And they put the hand out and then the ape helped him up. And then when they That's got great. to the, they wait, wait, you wait. And when they got to the top, the human, put their their fist out and went fist bump and an ape looked at it and fist bumped god boy fist bumps right yeah so people are like oh this this ape's like a human and it's like well or yeah or or... (laughs) Or...
0: (laughs) yeah if if you would put that camera down for a second it would be a lot more clear that this is just two animals having a laugh yeah (laughs) My favourite anthropomorphic TikTok video is any animal that has a knife.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Including Correct. that boy out of the boy, that's I got a has. knife, has,
1: yeah. A knife! That's my favourite yeah. animal with a knife. Yeah. Let me see what you have. A knife! That's pretty fucking good. Do you remember when they announced that Pokemon and one of the Pokemon's got a knife in its mouth? <laughs> and there's this yeah, other Pokemon yeah. that you can't even fucking remember because why would you get that one? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a dog with a shield I do not I care I don't give a shit yeah.
0: that was the first Pokemon game where they because they've always split them into two yeah. where it's like the good one and the bad one
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. although they did that with the first and so we all want Charizard no I was Who's big Blastoise like- head.
1: It's a fucking gun. Go- it's got guns in it. It's got water
0: guns yeah. in its back. And isn't that a massive departure from every other Pokemon design decision they ever made? How many Pokemon have got military apparatus <laughs> protruding from them? Isn't
1: that canonically like either the sixth or ninth one? They Well, I suppose they didn't make them in order, <laughs> but it's, it's number six or number nine, isn't it?
0: I think they designed Voltorb first. (laughs) (laughs) And they said, we just have to top this. (laughs) There's the bar.
2: Part two, comforting
0: useless animals. Human beings. Yes. Are
1: just a kind of a creature. Yes. The worst kind. (laughs)
0: are <laughs> the worst climate. Have you met a wasp
1: yeah and they're better than us that's
0: true yeah they can't cause systemic violence
1: yeah their capacity to pollute the climate is much less
0: yeah you're right they can't do a climate change even if they wanted to <laughs> you can get all the wasps together and go do climate change
1: that's a lot of wasps and I think a lot
0: of them would die before they raise the CO2 level at all
1: they can do some fucked up shit have you ever lived with wasps what
0: do you mean lived with wasps had wasps, like in, wasps the house. in the
1: house Yeah, sorry that sounds like a C- premise. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, like the in-the-tenancy agreement.
1: AND THE WASP! <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Although, actually, if I live with wasps, and mm. my rent is divided by how many mm. organisms there are, wow. I think I'd be up for it. <laughs> 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 well,
1: that's another thing wasps don't do. There's Charge rent. No wasp landlord. But they could enforce it if they, they want They fucking to. could, yeah, yeah. So, we're creatures? Is what you're saying? So, yeah, we're
0: creatures, and we're not as capable yeah. as what we'd think we are, and and we are not as smart as we think the smartest among us are. Yeah, the smartest among Absolutely. us are more of an animal than we'd like to think. Absolutely. But we are terrified, human beings, creating some kind of mega sci-fi dystopian 1984 system, right? Of like control and mediation and planning and scheming. <laughs> that I think yeah. is completely beyond our abilities. I take a lot of comfort uh-huh. in believing that human beings aren't very competent in general.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends on what I... am not saying there
0: haven't been... I'm not saying there haven't been conspiracy theories, I'm not saying there haven't been like mega sneaky things Uh, happening, uh, but I think across history, the stuff that has happened has actually been a lot more brute force Mm -hmm. than super intelligent 4D chess. Mm -hmm. There's just propaganda campaigns of mass lying Mm -hmm. and just telling important authoritative voices to do a lie. Mm. Or just sending in people with guns to get their political aims done yes there's never been like this 1984 level of like complete sci-fi social control where mm. everyone's brainwashed a human being could not be the architect of that because that's too complicated for human beings to work out
1: even if yeah and i think even if there was if even if there were some human beings who could hypothetically conceive of such a system it would be very it would difficult to actually employ because of the amount of random chaos in a system. It would fail.
0: Everything of that complexity would fail. But I think there is a mainstream fear Mm. that those kinds of systems are not only being plotted, but they are successful and they are happening now.
1: Are the like, people? Are we talking about like Soros conspiracists?
0: I don't even mean just conspiracists. Mm. I think that there are like liberal commentators who mm. have people they champion, who I think they are capable of this kind of four-dimensional political scheming. Are we
1: talking about fucking Keith?
0: Not just Keith. I'm, I'm right. talking real general, right? Okay. But yeah, Keith is among it. Keith yeah, is among yeah, it. When yeah, people yeah. see this guy who is, you know, he is an uncharismatic, <laughs> openly confused man. And people are like, well, that's
1: part of the plan. There's like a lot of that's part of the plan. You just can't see how many moves ahead he is.
0: I'm not as smart as the person I'm championing, but I'm smart enough to know how little I don't know Uh and that they are a mega brain genius. Yeah, yeah. In positive and negative terms, while we can see the animal in ourselves, this is like mm. imposter syndrome, right? Mm. Mm. Imposter syndrome for conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> while we can see the animal in ourself and be like, I know what I'm capable of and it ain't that much, but I'm not going <laughs> to let on because I have a job. (laughs) (laughs) But you can see other people who seem way more powerful and authoritative and you're like, they're the mega brains, right? I've always been told that human beings have this like real rationale, they've got people with rational schemes. They must be the people doing it.
1: It's linked to people who attribute individual reason or individual genius to stuff like, Mm. um, and obviously individuals can have massive impacts on history, but big successful things have only ever happened collectively and individuals might contribute to the effective organisation of those collectives. You could take Nye Bevan out of the history of the NHS. There's a possibility something similar might have emerged. There's no person that like every single thing in the NHS is currently plugged into that's making it work. So I think the emphasis on the individual is not to erase the individual, but I I think this is what you're describing is a symptom of liberalism, which is this idea of... which is obviously intimately linked to the Enlightenment, which you previously mentioned, about, like, some individual talents contained within a person.
0: I I think you're right, and I think if you want something to be very complicated, you need a lot of people working on it and maintaining it over time. No one could sketch it out, and it will work. But I also want to say, Hmm. a collective, while more effective, is still a collective of animals. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And it's still, like... Even things like the NHS, even things which are massively useful constructions, like Mm. the idea of a library and the maintenance of a national library system, Mm. it still would have started as a very fucked and not very well-run thing (laughs) that just needed time and evolution to become something that can sustain itself. When I think of, like... Like, I am most acutely aware of the CIA as, like, Mm. one of the most Mm well-funded intelligence agencies... Mm -hmm. And so I kind of use it as a bench pole of like, if you gave a collection of humans Mm. who are considered the best at doing intelligence work, Mm. all the money and resources they could have, that surely would help you on some level work out like, what's the upper bar (laughs) for how well humans can work at a highly complicated task. And the CIA Mm. have a history of fuck Fuck ups. ups. They never killed Castro. A group of people with all the resources and all the intelligence that one of the richest, most militarized countries in the world could provide like Sorry humans just aren't capable of knowing that that's going to happen we're just we're just doing our best we are terrified of human beings doing a massive system of social control mm. which i think just we're not actually capable of because there's been ample opportunities to do a 1984 i think i think a lot of people would love to do a 1984 and have tried and have failed because it's too complicated who is ter- who is terrified of this i'm using the word 1984 to characterize a real broad range mm of systems of massive social control Mm -hmm. that is effective at like brainwashing and controlling all of society and the human mind. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think I just don't think it's possible. I don't think the human mind is flexible enough to be controlled that way. I think it will just make people sad and ill and just raise the suicide rate. I don't, think <laughs> create, I don't think you'll create this perfectly controlled society as an authoritarian regime. But I also just don't think that there is enough but do, but do you not think capacity I, to plan for that and architect it. But
1: capital doesn't need that. It needs, to, to an extent, it needs there to be limits to what is acceptable discourse and acceptable politics um, and it, acceptable consumption but it doesn't need an authoritarian it of course needs authoritarianism in terms of the enforcement of borders and the enforcement of wage labor but it doesn't need authoritarianism in that sort of george orwell dystopia
0: and yet i think it's always in the imagination
1: i but isn't it primarily in the imagination of liberals who imagine themselves now free and are conjuring a world of much more explicit and direct social control than that which emerges from the very various processes that are just a consequence of the concentration of wealth and the ownership of the means of production. Like, isn't it just like, this is a specific liberal disease and even the conspiracist tendencies of it, which you can see at people like leftists who haven't thought about this enough and haven't quite got to the understanding of systems yet. So they're still at, there's a conspiracy and there's these people pulling the strings kind of thing or which is a side effect of liberalism of thinking about the bad individuals the vladimir putin the you know the 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 donald trump the 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 baddie you know they need the baddie Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. baddie brain oh and the other people which again linked you know circle around these certain aspects of these liberals is, like, transphobia. I see a lot of, like, talk from them about, like, you're policing our language or whatever. So Mm. I guess they've got that, but...
0: Everything gets framed in terms of the discourse, Mm. and if the discourse is, like, everything that people are capable of thinking and talking about right now, Mm. everyone's always worried that, like, someone's going to sledgehammer the discourse (laughs) and certain thoughts and ways of thinking are going to be eradicated Mm. by the coordinated efforts of someone and I don't think that fear is limited just to like centrist nincompoops. poops. I think a lot of people are worried that who? A lot of people who. We'll break it down. So I think obviously on the right there's you've got just complete conspiracy theorists yeah, who yeah, believe yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. there is a a global yeah. elite or... Oh. Hardcore spirit.
1: anti-Semitism etc. Yeah. Sure
0: and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. there's a brainwashing uh, effort going yeah, yeah. on so we've also talked about this liberal obsession with discourse but I also think that, that the left, there is another worry about this idea of there being a discourse and that we are massively marginalised within it and that there is a concerted effort to stamp out the very concepts we need to express ourselves. Partially because that is happening Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our, our very language and our very vocabulary is intentionally co-opted so that we can talk about woke scolds right, and yeah, suddenly yeah, 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 yeah. A, a language that was very useful in the black American community to talk about systemic racism mm. now has to come with like five asterisks to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, do you remember like when Black Lives Matter happened and this had this very particular meaning and now I've got to qualify my language all the time so that I sound boring and repetitive?
1: Hmm. Well, yeah, but I think we're in a real waffly, because that to me is you've described a different thing in that you've just described a real process that's happening versus a hypothetical 1984 scenario. So which one are we talking about being impossible? Because one of them's happening. So then the premise that it would be impossible is nonsense because it is happening and has happened.
0: Part three. A big blob that wants to grow. There is a process of base and superstructure, which... The base being the material and economic conditions of the world, and the superstructure being cultural and ideological justifications Mm. for the base, And those two things reinforce each other. Mm -hmm. And that is a real system that is happening. It is so complicated and so self-reinforcing that it is almost happening outside of the desires of any one specific architect. It is so structural and it is so complex. Mm -hmm. While you can point to people, especially big media operators, Mm tabloid writers Mm -hmm. who benefit from it who push the button Mm -hmm. it is such a global capital based phenomenon Mm -hmm. that has been happening for hundreds of years that there is barely any person you could point to as being at the wheel of this thing Mm -hmm. that's true and it it is a level of social and mental control that is so complex Mm -hmm. (laughs) That it dwarfs any 1984-ish conspiracy theory mm-hmm. that you could ever put together, because people are writing books year in, year out, just trying to get to grips with how this system works. And every year, it it expands further into new horizons faster than we can intellectually analyze what's going on. Yep. But we are animals. Mm-hmm. We cannot even intellectually grapple with the process that shapes the limits of our own Mm -hmm. ability to think about it. Mm -hmm. Because we, as we I've already talked about, I believe we are intellectually quite limited. Yeah. And so there is this system which is so much bigger and more powerful than us, mm. that even if we talk about the capitalist class mm. and their power, mm. and that's not wrong. But I could not point to, no Jeff Bezos in the world could mm. be like, time to stop. I've had enough, I had a change of heart. Mm. <laughs> time to stop, stop it now. I don't know how many people would need to bandy together to stop it. You could crash a bank, that, that will be fixed. Mm-hmm. You could pause the economic system, it will be surrounded by like the white blood cells of capitalism, which yep. are people holding the line, and now we've fixed it again.
1: Yeah. It's almost as though understanding things as premised upon class and systems and processes is more useful than understanding it on the basis of individuals or specific mm. institutions.
0: Do you know you say this, right? Mm. But intellectually, mm-hmm. completely de-individualizing this thing, when it is made of animals. Of course. This is yeah, a system yeah. made of animals. Yeah, yeah. It is so intellectually hard mm-hmm. to not think about the animals. You know, when you see a Portuguese man <laughs> of war or one of those
1: jellyfish and they're like, Do you know it's actually a million jellyfish? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I would go, no, it's fucking not. What <laughs> <do you remember? laughs>
1: that's not that's not a million Stop jellyfish. Fucking lying.
0: That's our jellyfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just as I can't be like, do you see those million jellyfish uh, over there? Yeah, yeah. I cannot get outside of animals looking at other animals. Yeah. And and also, as much as we can say structuralism is important, mm. systemic analysis is important, mm-hmm. who really sees the world in that way and not as animals?
1: Well, the humans who, if we accept the premise that the humans, if, if, if we accept the premise that human beings are animals, human yeah. beings conceived of, abstraction and systemic thought so lots of people all the time constantly
0: oh i'm not saying they're not capable of it yeah yeah yeah. yeah. lots of people are capable of it yeah yeah. but no one like has the they live sunglasses on (laughs) casually yeah 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 do you know what i mean you put them on to write the book you put them on to go on your particular twitter alt Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you put them on to have this conversation Mm -hmm. you Completely disassociate yourself from the idea that this is like a human invention. Mm. It's almost like it's a human byproduct or a human emergent
1: thing. Yeah. Some sort of dialectical process that's ever changing or something, maybe. I don't know.
0: It's like this self sustaining idea germ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It is an economic system yeah. that has crawled out of the money and has gone into everyone's brains yeah. and seeks to sustain itself like an organism.
1: Yeah. It's parasitical.
0: But but unlike a parasite that lives inside, we're the thing that lives inside, we're the parasites uh-huh. on it.
1: <laughs> um, No, the capital's definitely the parasite on us.
0: Well, it's bigger than us, I'm just saying. It's
1: bigger than us. Capital will, I mean, is presently destroying... The logic of constant profit and capital accumulation is destroying the planet that capitalism lives on, which parasites do. They will kill the thing that's keeping them alive.
0: Sure, it's a parasite on the planet, but yeah. it's made up of animals. And I'm one of them.
1: Yeah, sure. But that doesn't mean it it, it becomes more than the sum of its parts. Because it's it's a it's a structure, it's a system. It's this like ever-changing vampiric bear moth. Systems are more powerful than individuals. Even if they're comprised of them,
0: right? But the thing that gets me right is you know we're saying it's more than the sum of its parts. Yeah. This is the thing that like does my head in on like, a sci-fi <laughs> conceptual level, right? Right. I can't think of another system that is so much beyond the sum of its parts. Like, if we think of any other structural analysis of anything else that's comprised of people, mm-hmm. like a McDonald's or a rock concert, mm-hmm. you know who you need to take out of that building or environment, and the rock concert stop just goes into being an auditorium, or the McDonald's just becomes a building.
1: Well, that's just because they're smaller things. If you think of feudalism or patriarchy or racism, mm-hmm. um, they're just as complex. I don't think capital's unique in that, in that regard. I think uh, if you were to t- teleport yourself back into the 13th century, you'd be having real trouble with uh, the church <laughs> Rel- and religious thought alongside the social structures of feudalism, alongside that century's version of various other fucked up shit.
0: So I started thinking about this stuff mm. intensely <laughs> With...
1: This is not good for your mental health.
0: Well, it was around when COVID was happening, right? Right. And my mental health was already on the floor, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know how to think about other people. I'd lost my faith mm. in other people mm-hmm. more than I ever have
1: in my life. <laughs> it was yeah. just such a sad yeah, yeah, time yeah. for me. Well, it was a, it was month, a few, only a few months after the twenty nineteen general election as well when COVID landed.
0: Maybe there's quite a few people in the middle of this dichotomy, but mm. you either go okay. We just got to put things on pause, protect as many people as possible, Mm -hmm. work out the best solution. And then there's people like Human Liberty, my freedom to go to the shops. (laughs) That trumps that. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like people picked one side of those two avenues. And so like at the time we're in now where COVID is such a, it's like this weird halfway house. Mm. Do you know I had in my head like I knew I would need time after COVID just Mm -hmm. to like get over what a mad Mm. once-in-a-generation pandemic (laughs) event it was. Mm -hmm. And I had in my mind, I'd worked out what that would look like, where we'd get to the side and society would start opening up, and I'd like braced for needing a little bit more time just Mm -hmm. to be weird and like not ready to return to normal. But I never thought it would be this, where the pandemic's still here, it hasn't actually really stopped. (laughs) We're about to go into another winter, And we're all just like, nah, it doesn't really exist. It's sort of gone now. And during that time and throughout the pandemic, I just found it hard to have faith in people because I could just see people not wearing masks Mm. or giving a shit through my window (laughs) all day long the noises of them going out and treating life like normal was only punctuated by a very high frequency of ambulances going to the nearby hospital. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't live a happy life Uh as a misanthrope. (laughs) (laughs) No. Do you know what I mean? I I could live a great life as a teenager as a misanthrope, but I don't want to be a... 30 something that's a misanthrope. (laughs) And also it's very hard to believe in radical transformative politics Mm. as a misanthrope. Mm -hmm. So not only would I hate and dislike and distrust your average person, Mm. but I'd lose a lot of my hope that anything could even could change Mm. conceptually because I don't trust in human nature Mm. to Stop fucking around (laughs) and being cruel. Yeah. And so diving deep into this, like, (laughs) just really focusing on this kind of structuralism, like it's a sci fi plot from Mm. Xenomorphs Mm. Mm. about um, a system of money that goes into people's brains like a leech. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because this is where I want to (laughs) try and draw my conclusion. Yeah. On some level, Mm -hmm. the animals. Can't stand trial. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. There's two big premises, right? Mm. One is the absolute hugeness of the structural nature of capital's reinforcement of ideology in mm-hmm. all of our minds, mm-hmm. which no one is architecting, there's no one at the wheel, no one can stop it. And I would say to some degree, it can't even be steered. Mm-hmm. It just does what it needs to reinforce itself like a big blob that wants to grow. Mm-hmm and we are all trapped inside that. We are the animals that make up its limbs, its Mm -hmm. hearts, its arteries. (laughs) So if I wanted to put something on trial, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't pick one of the little animals. That would be like taking a knit off a murderer. Yeah. Like I see where you're coming from, but I think I think the big guy, you know, yeah. the NIT's not got any say in this.
1: Yeah, and that's I mean, you gotta remember, like, the, the pressures of capitalism are felt by the capitalists as well. You know, capital's a system that m- forces capitalists to be brutally competitive and to brutalize their workers or they will be less successful than other capitalists. And that pressure is on them. That does not mean that they are good and are being Compromised by this system or something, but it just means that the the emphasis should be on the system, rather, changing the system rather than necessarily individuals. Like the idea of the good capitalist is uh, flawed,
0: but maybe also the idea of the bad capitalist is useless. Mm,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what
0: I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you said it before, but just to like lay the point home, there are laws mm-hmm. outlawing many types of companies from not seeking profit at all costs. In, in the UK, local councils have to do this to a large degree. Also, the idea that everything is financialized into stocks and shares and projections on the future. If you just stop making your money a little bit, you don't just lose that little bit of money you've now not made because you have decided to move to green energy. All the people that are expecting your stock to rise are like, well, now this isn't as good an investment sell 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 and suddenly you can be in real trouble yeah just yeah exactly, you're like yeah. just move to green energy so the planet doesn't explode yeah
1: capitalism
0: it's capitalism uh-huh. but it's so beyond all of us that i think i am willing to accept that the shit animal nature of my fellow humans <laughs> do you know what I mean it's it's a story of absolute horribleness once yeah. you really really think about it and really disassociate the idea that there could be someone in parliament you need to convince which a lot of people are still in that mindset mm-hmm. you know <laughs> just get a different government in power that is the problem is so far beyond that that it, it should make you feel absolutely hopeless but can help you get on a little bit better with the other animals in the zoo. <laughs> the ape not can helpful. help you up the ladder. The ape will not help you up the ladder, but I'm willing to let it off. <laughs> <laughs> I will cut the ape some slack as it <laughs> breathes death on my family. <laughs> <laughs> the apes done. The apes nice. Not every ape is nice. Yeah, apes can be real fuckers, actually. Apes actually yeah. very yeah. aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who are the who are the most fucked like uh, in that like monkey genre? Um, is it bonobos. baboons? Oh, is it bonobos? Who's the one that pulls people's limbs off? The bonobos.
0: <laughs> I don't know about pulling limbs off.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. What? Why? It's just like you know, baboon bloodsport. rage. Yeah, bloodsport. At least it's rage. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a Someone plan. Someone doing
0: that calmly. <laughs> <laughs> Baboons pulling off someone's limb and its heart monitor's like, heart rate's going down. <laughs> <laughs> it's heart monitor! It's a Twitch streamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here we are, guys. Logging on. Thanks so much for lighting on the casual stream. I'm going to get... <laughs> speed run (laughs) guys i'm gonna be doing a speed run of ripping off this guy's forearms as you can see here's my heart monitor i'm trying to get the new world record for ripping off a guy's arms okay here we go spam those emotes in chat guys here we go
1: (laughs) wow that'd really get you banned a gopro gopro footage of uh, a bonobo tearing someone's limbs off mate but before you get
0: banned (laughs) You'll be on the front page. Mandatory Redistribution Party was created and produced by Sean Morley and Jack Lewis Evans. Our title theme was created by Ella Jean with additional music from Sean Morley. Thank you all for your continued support from our Patreons over at patreon.com slash mandatory redistribution party and for those who share and recommend our podcast online. Thank you all my blessed creatures. Go now, be well, be good and goodbye.